The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders, recognized in their fields, who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team, and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. Welcome to Leadership Stars. This is your host, Linda Patton, and I have one of my very favorite people. Um, I haven't known her for very long, but I've come to really respect her and to find that she has some really amazing things to share with you all today. And her name is Mary Shores. She is the CEO of a multi-million dollar business, but also she spent over a decade teaching businesses and individuals how to inspire others, how to create new ways of thinking, to identify and achieve their goals, and to take action to truly gain meaningful results. She's a revolutionary founder of the groundbreaking Consciousness Community System, and I am just so honored to have her here on the show today, and I'd like you all to welcome Mary Shores. Welcome, Mary. Thank you, Linda. That was such a beautiful introduction. I really, really appreciate that. Oh, thank you so much. Mary, could you tell us just a little bit about how you got to the consciousness community? I mean, what was your your path to get there? Well, ever since I was a child, I really always had this feeling that science and spirituality were the same thing, just just using two different languages. And so I became interested in consciousness and and more, I would say, neurology and psychology because um, when I was 19 years old, I had a... I had a baby girl who was, um, after a very hard labor, was born through an emergency C-section and suffered severe brain damage. And so she had a brain injury that was so traumatic that she later passed away. And so I just became really interested in the brain and, and wanting to know how, you know how the brain works, how brain wiring works, how neural networks work. And that really led me to become super fascinated with consciousness in general. So what's the program really about uh, and that you've created and is now you're involved in training other people with? What, what does it take? What are the parts to it? Well, my, my program is really all the steps that are that are outlined in my book, Conscious Communications. And so each chapter, there's going to be two to five coaching exercises in each one, because what, what the program is really centered around is getting you in alignment. And, you know, what's funny about that is I would hear people talk about the terminology of getting in alignment or... I would hear people say the power of now and I did not understand what the heck they were talking about. It was like, 
they might as well have been speaking another language to me. Mm -hmm. It was so confusing. So I, I really set out to study these things. And what I figured out about alignment is that you have to get your thoughts, your feelings, your words, and your actions in alignment or in sync with the things that you want to have happen in life. Because we mm -hmm. all want certain things to happen, but a lot of times we create our lives with the things that we don't want to have happen. Mm -hmm. um, so getting in alignment is the way that we can, we can most put, a, put ourselves in a position for opportunities to present themselves that are going to be the right kind of things that we want to produce in our lives. Mm -hmm. And... The book starts off with, with really how to do that. So we're going to start off with some exercises on focus because, as we all know, what you focus on grows. And there's lots of neuroscience now that, that, um, that explains why that's true. And it's really about the way that our subconscious minds are wired and our conscious minds are wired. So our conscious mind, which is in our prefrontal cortex, is only representing about 5% of our thoughts, which means we don't have control of a lot because it always seems like our thoughts just sort of happen. And so the more that we can start to get control of our thoughts, which is very difficult to do, um, the more we can control what we're focused on. So, you know, sometimes if I ask people, what do they want? They just answer by telling me everything that they don't want. Have you ever noticed that? I have noticed that. And, so and what, there's, really, there's really a great story around that. There's a gentleman who wrote a book called Remember the Ice, and he found that they had a sign up in the store that said, don't forget the ice. And he said, we never sold any ice. We couldn't figure out what was going on. Why, why weren't we selling any ice? Why were they selling ice down the street? Because people would go down there to get gas. And he said, I'm, I'm going to try this. And so he changed the sign to remember the ice, the positive side. And he said, our ice sales went through the roof that day. So I, I, I know what you're talking about. It's the fact that we, we tell the universe what we don't want, and that's exactly what we get. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. So I feel like people are it's easier to focus on all the things that you're afraid of mm -hmm. and all of the things that are based on your self-doubt than it is to focus on the things that you truly do want. Right. And so the first, you know, the, one of some of the first things we want to do is, is really figure out what it is we want. And then from there, we're going to learn, you know, how our thoughts are contributing to creating our lives, moving on to words, which, you know, there's a lot of power packed inside of words and, you know, and how our actions and how getting all of those things moving into the direction, taking one new step each day in the direction of what you actually want to create. And there are a couple of things in that, Mary, that um, I wanted to highlight for our listeners. Um, the whole concept of alignment, it's something that I talk about as far as vision is concerned. Um, you as a business owner or a boss or whatever, an entrepreneur, um, have a vision as to where your company is going and where you want to be at the end of the year and three years, five years, whatever. And if you've done my program, you've also done it with all five senses. So you've got it really ingrained in you. But then it's how do you align, how do you bring into um the same uh, vibration, all of the people who are working with you, all the contractors, all the, you know, your VA, your 
um, web person, the person who's writing your book, whatever it might be, how do you get their visions to align with what you're doing so you're all moving in the same direction? And you're right, that's a big challenge for people. How do you, how do you make that happen? Um, and it's, it's something I think people do struggle with. You also talked about what I, what I have been taught, the basic model of human behavior, which is thoughts generate feelings, feelings generate actions, actions generate results. And I, I think you'd agree that you know actions and results are the exterior and the feelings and thoughts are the interior. And what people try to do is change the exterior. I'll just do something different and I'll get a different result. And I think you'd agree that what you need to change are those thoughts and feelings because that will generate the actions that you need for the results, right? Um, you know, I don't know because I've never, I've never particularly studied it that way because okay. my, my point of entry, I mean, I agree with, I agree with what you're saying in theory, mm-hmm. um, but my point of entry is with words Okay. because words I know I can control. Mm-hmm. And so my, my um, what I postulate here is that when you use your words mm-hmm. differently, that that is going to begin to um, disrupt your neural networks and build new patterns and neural networks in your brain that will then eventually cause new thought patterns. Okay. So like, for example, if I am, uh, one of the things that I did was I wrote a page of affirmations for a year. And after about 45 days, I really started to notice the pivots in my thoughts. Um, and, you know, it's it's not that I'm disagreeing with you. It's just that I haven't put that particular activity into practice. Okay. So not that particular spin on it. Um, where you, I know you were talking about uh, bringing the, some of the unconscious thoughts that you have, some of the... Um, the things that you just do, you know, it's like, it's a good thing you don't have to think about how you brush your teeth every day. You just do it. Um, you don't have to figure out how to get into your car, start the car, and get out of, the, out of the driveway. But it can also be a bad thing because your brain goes on automatic pilot and you're on the freeway. And you're not really conscious of what you're doing. You're thinking about all sorts of other things. And so, like, how can you bring that up, as, as you were talking about, the power of now, the power of um, really being conscious, being present, and not just letting your unconscious run you. And I think that makes that may make a big difference. It also so it might make a big difference in how you say what you want to say. I know one of the things you're really um, key with is words that work. Um, and I'd, I'd like to know more about that piece. Words That Work is a customer service system that I created years and years ago, which is all about, um, it's all about the words you use in business, um, either triggering the sympathetic nervous system or triggering the parasympathetic nervous system. So like, for example, the, the first rule of Words That Work is that you have a do not say list, which have words on it such as no, not, can't won't however and unfortunately and then the reason that you don't say those words is because when you say those words you would trigger your customers um fight or flight response Mm -hmm. and so you're you're setting them up you're kind of like reinforcing a negative outcome and and you're setting them up to try to fight you 
And so what you want to do is you want to replace those words with what I call words that work, which is um, using words that are much more likely to plant a seed of happiness in a, in a customer. So these are things like what I can do for you is or I am so happy to help you with that today. And it truly does make a difference in the customer outcomes. And so that words that work actually became the foundation for the personal development system because what we did was we just this do not say list became like about more the inner self-talk. So for example, if I have a a script running inside of my head, um, which I oftentimes still do because even as you're doing this work, it's, it's still a process. It's still always growing. And so sometimes my thoughts inside my head might shift to, oh, I can't believe that I just said that to her. Like my friend is going to hate me now. Mm-hmm. Or um, I can't believe that I just ate that biscuits and gravy or, or whatever it is. I, I'm just, you know, I'm gaining so much weight. Like what is wrong with me? I can't believe I just screwed up that presentation. Um, just so many things, one thing after another, where we're really criticizing ourselves. And I know a lot of people refer to that as the itty bitty shitty committee in the, Ooh. in the head. So, uh-huh. You know, you've got to flip that script and you've got to understand that a lot of the things that hold you back in life um, come from self-doubt. And so if, you you know, one thing that you can do to eliminate self-doubt, which I just... I'll just quickly say like what I think are big reasons for self-doubt. Like when you want it, when you have that vision, because before we were talking about having a vision, mm-hmm. having a goal, you know, those things that we're focused on. Well, when we're focused on wanting those things and then we, we actually, for whatever reason, don't feel ourselves achieving them, you know, that's our self-doubt in action. And a lot of the reasons we have doubt is because um, we might be afraid of failure we could be we could be really thinking that we don't know how. You know, I think a lot of times when I don't do something, it's because I really just don't know how. You know, there's not someone there to hold my hand and just get me through those steps. And then the last thing is that I believe that um, we don't make the time. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we just don't, we don't make the time. And then those reasons become that negative self-talk. And so if you can deliberately choose positive self-talk, and even if you can't speak the words to yourself, you can find other ways, either by creating a picture, a vision board. Um, I heard someone the other day talking about a vision jar. I thought that was really cool. And um, my thing was writing a page of affirmations every single morning. And that really, really worked to rewire my thought patterns. That's amazing. I, I do have one question about one word. Something that people have always said is, when you know, you say something like, you are the most amazing person I've ever met in my entire life, but. And that that but just negated everything I just said. Do That's you, true. That's the same thing as saying however or unfortunately. Okay. All right. That's what I thought. Um, and instead saying and, you know, you're an absolutely fantastic person and. And then go on to the sort of the next positive thing or something that you'd like to share with them as well. Um, there was something else that you just said. There. Oh, um, do you think that people are more afraid of failure or success? Well, I'm certainly not an expert um, on that by any means. I know myself personally, I am more afraid of failure. 
I don't think that I've ever been afraid of success, but I know that people are. You know, yeah. it's just not it's just not something that I resonate with. Okay, I just thought that you know you mentioned failure, and you know I've heard from several coaches and whatever that it's not failure that we're so much afraid of, but we're afraid of that overwhelming, fantastically glorious success. And that's like, what would I do with that? How how would I behave? Um, what would my life be like if that happened? And that there's a fear around that. We're more uh, comfortable in, in sort of where we are now than where we could be. I'm yeah. totally good with success. And when I speak yeah. of feel, fear of failure, you know, when mm-hmm. I know where it comes up for me is like, for example, if I say to someone, hey, you know, I've just applied to get a TED Talk or I've just applied to speak at such and such event, Um And then I don't get it or I, you know, it's not even the failure that scares me so much as it's when I see that friend again, he or she is going to ask me, oh, you know, what's going on with your TED talk? And then I'm going to feel this humiliation when I have to tell them, oh, I didn't get it. Okay. So Mary, could we hold that thought for just a moment? And listeners, you've heard her talk about failure and not getting a TED talk and how that makes her feel. Let's see what we can move to in the next segment. We'll be right back. This is the Voice America Women's Channel, where your success is limitless. Let leadership expert Linda Patton be your guide to uncovering the leader that lives within you and that you are meant to be. Through her signature training programs and workshops, Linda takes you every step of the way to help you tap into your personal leadership power, design a clear vision, build a loyal, effective team, and create a practical plan to make your dream come true. Get started now by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at dare to dream with linda.com that's linda at dare the number two dream with linda.com become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. it's easy and best of all it's free start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top once you've created an account and signed in you can create your own custom library opt into our newsletter search by show host guest or topic of interest or browse millions of hours of content across all of our voice america radio channels membership gets you more visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste now you can take your favorite voice america radio program with you anywhere sign up for our mobile app if you have an iphone android or blackberry the voice america interactive radio player powered by aircast gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere live and on demand no registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
This is the Voice America Women's Channel, where your success is limitless. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. And I have just a really awesome guest with me, Mary Shores, um, whose book, Conscious uh, Conscious Communications, comes out the 22nd of August. Is that right, Mary? That's right. And I am so excited about this book launch with Hay House. And um, as a matter of fact, I just got to visit the Hay House headquarters, and they invited me to speak at their writer's workshop in October in Orlando. And I am just beyond the moon thrilled. And why Hay House? Of all the publishing companies that you could have chosen, why did you choose Hay House? Well, um, you know, I when I very first decided years ago that I wanted to write a book, I truly wanted it to be Hay House. And it was because of Louise Hay's story. And just I was so inspired that she began this publishing company when she was 58 years old. And she did it with her mother. And she, you know, went on to become the publishing company for great people like Marianne Williamson, Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra, Abraham Hicks. I mean, in the personal development and spiritual world, they are the biggest publisher. So, I think it was just a natural choice, but mostly because Louise Hay is my idol. Uh, yes, she's mine as well. I, I also follow the the books that are published there, uh, like yours, and you've mentioned several of my authors who are extremely familiar to me and, and have been spiritual guides for me for many years. Um, so, Mary, one of the things that you talked about early on was the, the science spirituality um, dichotomy and and how people say that those are two different things but you don't necessarily believe that's true and you have a whole different way of defining that is that true yeah for me it really feels like and and because i'm just i'm so deep into consciousness and i'm i'm really fascinated by spirituality and also i'm a science just nut i mean like i'm equally like Neil deGrasse Tyson, for example, is also mm-hmm. my idol. And um, anything that has to do with the universe, whether it be like our inner universe or, you know, pulsars and quasars and black holes and white holes and wormholes, you know, I'm just, I'm just a magnet to that stuff. But what I started to realize is that it's really all two different things or two different things but the only thing that separates them is the language that we use. So, for example, with spirituality, you know, we would say, we would talk about, necess- say, oneness and how you have to go within. And in neuroscience, you know, they're, they're really proving that now with what's happening with meditation and, and the things that they're seeing, even through yoga. Well, the, the sages and the yogis have known this for many, many years. So, like, here's an example of it is um, the terminology for vidya. So, a, a vidya means... It's like your lens of perception. 
Okay, so you can see things through what I'll call smudged colored glasses, which would be kind of like seeing the world through a negative lens. Mm -hmm. And in yogic terms, that means avidya. And then the opposite of that is like seeing things through rose colored glasses. So, you know, we all have friends that maybe they've got this like horrible relationship, but they think this guy is like the greatest guy ever. Because they're seeing him through rose-colored glasses. I know I've certainly been guilty of that myself in the past. And then, (laughs) but then you've got, you know, true knowledge. Because what you want is you don't want to see things better than they are. You don't want to see things worse than they are. You want to see things as they are. Mm -hmm you know, for a practical standpoint. So that's one example of of something that we know to be true because we understand the nature of perception and science can study perception and how it works. And science can also study like memory patterns, thought patterns, you know, that only 50% of your memory or so is accurate. So if you've ever had like a brother or a sister or a childhood friend and they remember a certain event, but they get the details way different than you would get them. And it's because you remember it one way and they remember it through their perception. But because we're all creating our own reality, neither one of you are going to remember it identical. Mm -hmm. And so that goes back to that, you know, that idea of true knowledge and understanding that, you know, you want to get your mind as clear as possible so that you can really see things as they are. Yeah, I think, Mary, you're so right about the stories um, I remember uh, going to a family reunion and, you know, my husband starts the story and his sister goes, no, 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 that's not how it went. It went like this. And, you know, in essence, they're both right because it's how they remember that story, how that sits in their uh, subconscious. But And it also, I think, fills the fish stories. You know, when somebody says, oh, I caught a fish and it was two inches long. And then the next time you tell them it was two feet long. And then, it, you know, and it just the fish just keeps getting bigger because each time we tell the story, our memory of it changes as well, right? Yeah, you want me to tell you why? Yeah, sure. So this thing I actually, so so believe it or not, I've studied the fish story. And yeah. I can tell you why the fish story or the baseball home run or whatever mm-hmm. it whatever it is, gets bigger and better every time. So um, I actually discovered this when I was studying procrastination, believe it or not. And I was really studying ways to like when you're in a deep, dark place in your life. Um, Because I I, I don't remember if I told you before, but like I'm not a big fan of the positive psychology movement. Mm -hmm. I love positive psychology, but I don't think that it's a place we can stay all the time. Right. Because I think it's really ignoring, you know, or making us feel even worse for actually having a problem, like we should be happy all the time. But anyway, <laughs> when I was studying procrastination, one of the steps that I created in this like five step process was that you got to search your brain. So when you're having a really, really bad problem mm-hmm. and you just feel overwhelmed and you feel like I'm just not going to ever get through this issue. When you reminisce in your mind and you ask yourself the question, when was the last time that I overcame a big problem? What happens is your brain connects to the memory of, we'll just call it the big fish, right? Mm -hmm. And your brain actually starts to recreate the chemical recipe that happened when you caught the big fish, which means that your brain is creating 
like dopamine and serotonin and adrenaline and all kinds of like chemicals in your body that are making you feel excited and excited and excited. And then you couple that with like what we were talking about, this memory and seeing things as better than they are. And then that's the reason why, because now your body, your physiology is right back in that place in that moment when, when you're catching the big fish. And when guys tell the big fish story, you know, they get really animated, right? Like they're moving oh, their body around. And so what What's happening inside their body is their brain remembers the exact moment and recreates the exact chemical recipe. So in my book, I actually call this 50 Shades of Chocolate Cake. And (laughs) I use that to as an analogy to explain that just like there's recipes for chocolate cake. Well, there's recipes for the emotions we have in our body. And it's all based on the chemicals that are that are hypothalamus is creating and sending out through our nervous system. Mm -hmm. And so there's actual neuroscience that supports why these guys have the big fish story. I love it. I love it. I mean, women Um, have them too. I'm sure every time I tell the birth story of my son, it gets more gruesome every time. You know what I mean? (laughs) I do know what you mean. Um, (laughs) So audience, you you hear what she says. So it's perfectly appropriate for you to expand on the fish story because of the chemicals that drop into the feelings and, that create that story and how good you feel about it. And so the fish gets bigger. I think, that, and, I think that's and it's awesome. it's healthy. It's a, such a and healthy a, activity. Yeah, it's uh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I would like to say that every time I tell the story about the birth of my daughter, that she gets bigger, but she was 11 pounds, five and a half ounces to begin with. And I don't know that <laughs> I could go much bigger than that. <laughs> oh my God, I, I'm speechless right now. I'm sorry? I said I'm speechless right now. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, she And she was uh, all stretched out, too. So she she it was like I could push her from the top of my uh, rib cage all the way down. It was very interesting birth. But that's for a whole other story. I was going to oh. say, I, I, that, that story belongs to be on its own show. <laughs> yeah, it should be. Um, anyway, so... Um, Okay, we, we've talked about goals, and we've talked about um, vision and alignment and that kind of thing. So just out of curiosity, what's the big thing that you think really prevents people from reaching their goals? Well, we were talking about it before. I, I think maybe before the break when I was mentioning these things like self-doubt, not knowing how, and you know, fear of failure. You know, feel, fear of being humiliated if you don't go for it. You know, I know that some people sometimes don't go for something because they just assume that they won't get chosen. Um, I work in the finance industry, and a lot of times I'll see people tell me that they don't apply for a loan because they just assume that they won't get approved. Ooh. And I'll say, you know, you should just apply for it because... Even if you don't get approved, which is actually pretty unlikely, most people get approved, Mm -hmm. then you'll be able to have information from the banker to find out what you need to correct in order to get approved next time, which then would allow you to set up some actionable goals and give you something to work towards and put your momentum towards. Mm -hmm. I think that's an awesome uh, philosophy and a great teaching moment for for people. Um, And I think you're right that folks are afraid to even try 
that 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 barrier, the the belief that they have that says, I I won't get it. I can't pass. I'm not good. En- it's the good enough is another sort of way. I'm not good enough to get that loan. I'm not good enough to get that speaking engagement or whatever it might be. So one of the things you do talk about is barrier beliefs. What is that? Barrier beliefs are, they're in chapter two of my book, and it's really wrapped up with with your story. And you've got, you know, we all have these belief systems, and beliefs are, are really deep into our subconscious mind. And beliefs can work for us or against us. And so positive beliefs are the things that, you know, really propel you forward and and drive your behaviors in the direction of what you want. But sometimes you have these barrier beliefs and barrier beliefs are like a brick wall in between you and your and the goals that you want. And so you really want to work very hard to disrupt your barrier belief patterns and um, these come from things like your especially in your childhood um, like there's there's three big places they come from which is your family so sometimes I'll say what was the vibe of your tribe like mm-hmm. um, if your dad always said something about the Democrats or you know your family didn't like the Republicans then you might have adopted some of these beliefs or you could have cultural beliefs like if you grew up with a certain religion I grew up um, going to a private school that was uh, Lutheran and so uh, I, for a long time, had a lot of these Lutheran belief systems that necessarily weren't bad, but they were they were there. Mm-hmm. So I tended to believe the way that a Lutheran person would believe. And then you've also got, you know, like your wider culture scape of, of how, you know, like an American person is going to have very different beliefs than someone in India. Right. So like, for example, um, I know that a lot of people in India, you know, they might believe that cows are their reincarnated ancestors. Mm-hmm. And so they, they wouldn't eat a cow, um, but maybe they would eat a dog. I'm not saying that they eat dogs, don't get me wrong, but they <laughs> eat a different form of meat. And then we would look at that. And I actually saw a Facebook post that the other day that was like really up in arms about this culture that actually does eat dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, but to them, that's very normal. Right. Well, there's like, like some cultures that eat cats too. Right, and to them that's very normal, but because we look at those animals as pets, we would never, ever do that. Right, so true. I, I think it's interesting, Mary, there, there were a couple of things that resonated with me. One was that whole vibe of your tribe. Um, one of the things that my grandmother told me when I was seven was don't ever stand up in front of groups of people and talk. You're not very good at it. Oh. And, that, and that hung with me for until I was in my mid-20s, um, and I never, you know, the idea of speaking in front of groups, I mean, it was just not something that I did, but I did finally break through that. I love the fact you're Lutheran, or at least you went to a Lutheran school. So did I, and I went to a Lutheran college as well. So I understand those beliefs <laughs> very much. So how how do you, one, become really aware of them, um, and then, two, how do you change that? Um, you can you can become aware of them through your certain behavior patterns or you know if if you've got 
you've got a certain issue with relationships that's coming up over and over again, or you've got a really uh, an issue that you're seeing reoccurring or a pattern with your job or your career or you're in your family, or, you know, maybe every time you walk by a stage that you might have to walk on, you start having an anxiety attack for no reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you don't, but no, you, know, you had to, you had to overcome that belief. And so my my sort of secret recipe for overcoming the belief is that you've got to you've just got to take action anyway because you can rewrite that neural network but you need to do things that put you in a position to take action anyway okay so listeners you heard her looking for those barrier beliefs that you have that are keeping you from doing the things that you want to do to have the success that you desire Go in, take action, rewrite that neural network, and make it happen. And we'll be right back. This is Voice America Women. We are leaders in the forward movement of women's success. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at dare to dream with linda.com that's linda at dare the number two dream with linda.com let leadership expert linda Patton be your guide to uncovering the leader that lives within you and that you are meant to be through her signature training programs and workshops linda takes you every step of the way to help you tap into your personal leadership power design a clear vision build a loyal effective team and create a practical plan to make your dream come true Get started now by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? This is Voice America Women. We are leaders in the forward movement of women's success. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. 
That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back, and I'm here with my very special guest, Mary Shores, and I've been learning so much from her, not only on the show, but in our few minutes um, between segments on the show as well. She is a wealth of information. And so we want to go back to a couple things. Um, You use the phrase living in alignment a lot. Uh, Could you sort of explain what's behind that and why listeners should actively strive for being in alignment? Well, as we were talking about, my thought process of alignment is really about getting your feelings, your thoughts, your words, and your actions in alignment with living the life that you that you really truly desire, you know, living out that vision that you've built for yourself, you know, whether that's through a goal, whether that's through a desire, or just, you know, something that you really feel inside of you is your purpose. Mm-hmm. And one of the best ways that I have found, so we've talked about feelings and thoughts and words, and what really makes the difference is this idea of taking action. Um, one of my favorite questions to ask people recently has been, and, you know, we can talk about what your desire is, but tell me, what are you willing to give in order to reach that goal or that desire? You know, what what are you willing to do? And what I have found is that we all have these choices, and every choice we make is going to lead us to a different probability in life. So, like, for example, almost like in a flow chart, like if you go through this door, there's going to be three other doors on the on the other side of that door. But if I chose a different door to go through to take a different opportunity, then my next set of doors are going to be different. And it might not seem like it in real time, but when you look five years down the road, the reality is sometimes a seemingly small choice can lead you to a completely different outcome in life. So like, for example, 10 years ago, I didn't know that I would be writing a book. You know, I used to I used to really want to write a book, but I wasn't ever taking action towards doing that. It wasn't until I started going to writers workshops and I started to learn and study how to begin to write before I really could um, truly begin to put that idea into action. And so one of the things that I've that I I totally believe that I love, love, love about what I'm teaching in my book is I think that so many people talk about like what you should do, but they don't tell you how to do it. Mm -hmm. And so I've got this really, really easy way that helps get people in alignment. And it's this concept that I call cleanser clog, which is really just all about how do you make choices that are in alignment with your goals, dreams, and desires. And it's about um, taking any choice. And I like to talk about it with like being on a diet. Mm -hmm. So it's like this. If I am on a diet, and, you know, there's a lot of complicated diets out there like paleo or ketogenic or I mean, they're all like have all these rules. Mm-hmm. And the more I think about those rules, to be honest, the hungrier I get. And it's just no good. I know so, what you mean. But if I just look at a piece of food and I just say to myself, will this piece of food cleanse me or clog me? And if the answer is cleanse then I know I should just go ahead and eat that, like an apple. That's going to cleanse me. Mm-hmm. But if the answer is clog, like, say, a piece of chocolate lava cake, 
then I really need to limit those clogging choices to about 20% of the time. So I've got this like 80-20 rule that I like to talk about. So then I started thinking when I was teaching workshops, was I, I teach a lot of workshops about communications. So I was talking about that everything you say, every word that comes out of your mouth is either going to cleanse a relationship or it's going to clog it. Everything you say or do, every action you take is either going to create a connection or it's going to drive a disconnection. So really cleanse or clog means the things that you choose to do that create connections or that they drive disconnections. And this can apply to your health and wellness, like we talked about with the apple and the cake. It can apply to relationships. It can apply to your career. There are cleanse and clogging choices that you make with your career, with your finances, with your personal development. I mean, you can really apply this to any area of your life. And as long as you're making cleansing connected choices about 80% of the time, then, you know, if you put that into practice about within about 45 days, you're going to start seeing major differences. Because just imagine, Linda, if you used that as your barometer of choice making, how different do you think your life would be? Right. I, it could be extremely different. And I use something similar to that um, um, because of my human design. I use my gut as my discernment. And so I ask those questions like, is this something I should do now? And, and either I rock forward or it pushes me back into the wall and says, no, absolutely not. You're not supposed to do that. So I, I, I use that cleanser clog um, sort of methodology of, is it something I should do? Is it something that's going to connect? Or is it something I shouldn't do? And it's it will be a disconnect. So I, I, I validate what you're doing. Absolutely. I know it works for me. And I think I'm making much better choices. I haven't done it with food yet. Um, you know, I have colleagues who use it with um, essential oils when they're going to uh, use it on a particular client, but I've never used it on food. That's something I have to think about. So thank you. You've given me a new way of using that discernment. And I, I, I do very much validate that that's an awesome way of doing that. Yeah, I love what, how you said it, um, rocking backwards or forwards. I actually love that. It's very mm-hmm. good. Yeah, it's... Um, it's a practice I learned from a colleague, and I find it, it actually, actually works, and not only that, but my, my, um, my sacral area will also um, give me notice. It's like, you need to talk to us. We, we have something we want to say about this before I say yes to things like spending money or you know, clients that I want to take on and, and that kind of programs that I want to do, um, and it's been, it's been very helpful in... Um, keeping me focused on the vision and the purpose and all of that. So I strongly encourage you all to um, use Mary Sh- Mary's uh, cleanse or clog. You know, is, is it going to help me connect or disconnect with all of the aspects of your life, not just business? So that is amazing. Thank you, Mary, for that, that tip. I like it. Thanks, Linda. I really appreciate that. Okay. So... Mary, tell us, this is a good place to talk about your free gift for our listening audience. Could you describe that a bit? 
Yeah, we've got a couple of things going on. Um, right now, we are offering, for anyone who's listening to the podcast, I have this personal development course called Ignite Your Dreams. And if you'd like to, we've we've given Linda the link to it that she can put in the show notes if she would like. And if that is not available, you can go to Mary Shore's com and you can find the button for ignite your dreams when you click on it um, it'll send you up to an offer to sign up for our fearless ambition newsletter and you will be able to download our course ignite your dreams i absolutely love this course it's a five-day personal development challenge and it starts off um you get to you get to fill out some sheets like one of them is called the Zen 10 and then you've got like a cleanser clog exercise as well as an, a thing about self-care and creating your non-negotiables and self-care. And you'll round out the week by making a one-page action plan. And a one-page action plan is one of my very favorite things to talk about because it's the way that I've built my business is by always creating these one-page action plans, which helps me execute on smaller goals. And it helps me from getting too, too overwhelmed. And then also, if um, so we would love to have any of, any of your listeners grab that personal development workbook and what comes along with that is you can join our free our exclusive Facebook group which is also called Fearless Ambition and we do daily coaching in that group and then to celebrate the book launch that is on August 22nd anyone that pre-orders the book will receive a free daily desires diary journal page which I love this so what what this page is all about is that daily you fill out three things that you brag about because I think and especially this is true for women but that we just don't brag about things you know we always hear men you know bragging about that big fish but as women we need to (laughs) brag too so the the diary is going to ask you to brag about three things you're proud of for the day it's going to ask you three things that you're grateful for And three things that you desire, because we really want to put those desires out to the universe so that we can begin to connect with them. And then also, you'll get the Dream with a Deadline online course. And this is another challenge that we've been doing actually for quite a while. We've had over 28,000 people complete this challenge. And um, people just, that's actually the, 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 the most favorite one is this Dream with a Deadline. Mary, I have to say that um, I downloaded all of those um, because, again, I wanted to know as much about you as I could. And, and also, I, I really resonated with your message and, and your story and, and what you're doing with your community. Um, and I've been playing with the, the daily um, desire journal. That's been awesome. Um, I've, I'm taking the Ignite Your Dream with me uh, to see my daughters so I can play with it there. And it does. It just all resonated with me and uh, what's going on in my life. I love the fearless ambition, uh, ambition as well. Um, I, I love the fact that you have an affirmation at the end of it. And why, why do you have a weekly, am, am, sorry, weekly affirmation as part of your newsletter? Well, so remember I was telling you that I was writing a page of affirmations a day? Right. So I did that for one year, and I still do it now, but this one particular year, which was actually 2016, um, 
was a, the year I was mainly writing the book. And um, I was really out of my comfort zone. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I was writing these page of affirmations a day. And they weren't actually part of the book or anything. But I, I really just felt so good doing it. And the result of that is I have thousands and thousands of affirmations. Wow. So you name it, um, you name it, I've got an affirmation on it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, and so I think affirmations are also very, very powerful in, in changing the um, subconscious mind in such, such a way that it needs to change the outside so that it reflects what's on the inside. And that can be extremely powerful. But really thousands and thousands of them, Oh my gosh! I, I even wrote. So I wrote um, in the in the book. There's these five types of self-expression. I've got it broken down to a science with these affirmations, mm-hmm. and I've got five types of affirmations, which are releasing statements. So these are affirmations like "I release my fear of abandonment," and then we've got the "I am" statements. So it would go like this: I release my fear of abandonment. I my mind just went blank. I am surrounded by unconditional love and support. So I'm a big believer in like the I am statements and combining it with releasing statements. And then I've got what I call asking statements. So asking statements are things like guide me to thoughts in harmony with my core desires or help me rendezvous with like-minded people today. Um, Line up my opportunities in just the right place at the right time. Uh, Accelerate my personal growth. I mean, I've just got, for each category, I probably have thousands of of affirmations. And then I've got gratitude affirmations. You know, these are, I mean, those are easy. Like, I'm, I'm thankful for all the love and abundance in my life. Or, you know, you can get really specific. So, um, I, I find that gratitude has been... Just a just a major stepping stone in my life, especially one that has helped rewire my pathways. Yes. Well, and I, I do a gratitude journal, and it's one of the things that I definitely share with my tr- troop, that having a gratitude journal and at least listing three things a day that you're grateful for really turns your life around. So I, I totally resonate with that. And did you have one more group? One more group. Yeah, you have- oh, oh, I, you know, I do. I have a group that is called Declaring Gratitude, and that's a gratitude group where originally we set it up to put people in gratitude pods, so like two or three women in each pod that text each other gratitudes every day, and I've been doing that daily since January 27th, 2015. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, Mary, do you have one last tip to give our listening audience that you absolutely have a burning desire to give them. Just that, uh, yes, your greatest manifestation and your greatest transformations always happen outside of your comfort zone. Wow. And, And I so agree with that. You know, as you said, writing a book was outside my comfort zone, and I'm now writing my second one starting in September in Scotland. Um, but I actually said to my coach the first time I met her, I don't, I don't have a website, I don't blog, I don't write, I will never do a book, I won't do radio and television, and please don't <laughs> talk to me about social media. And other than the social media, which I'm getting better at, um, I've turned all of those around. So it's possible once you recognize what your barriers are and you step 
into them. So, Mary, thank you so very much for being with us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Linda. I really enjoyed the show today. Great. And if you have any questions or want to see how to dig deeper in the art of herding cats or you'd like to see more about the Leadership Inspirations program, do check out the website at www.dare2dreamwithlinda.com or send me an email at linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. And until next time, be courageous and dare to lead. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Stars. Please join Linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll feature another noted leader next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.